I put it in a, I added like a dressing that I made out of olive oil and tahini and a shitload of lemon juice and pepper and salt. This is TikTok creator called Justine Snacks, Justine underscore snacks. Mm -hmm. And it's all just like elder millennial white lady food, like the most Pinteresting food possible. And it's all just stuff like that. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, if the, if the mouth fits, wear it, you know? Elder millennial white lady. Oh, my ears burning. Uh oh. <laughs> Shit. Ooh, me. Oh, this old thing. <laughs> Little old me. Ancient It's a new village, new people, and a new year. It's Think Outside the Box set. I'm Maddie Hunt. I'm Cameron DeWitt. And, oh, what's that? What's that babyish voice in the distance? Oh, we can kind of hear. Sleazy, sleazy, my man and me. We How dare you? in Romania. Sleazily, <laughs> sleazy like Sunday morning. <laughs> That's right. We're talking about the 1979 double LP live and sleazy. Except for we're not talking about the live part Who because cares? honestly, I'm done with Victor Willis. <laughs> I'm tired of his no homo bullshit. Mm-hmm. I've moved on. <laughs> it was yes. it was a breath of fresh air. To hear these men sing in their in their choir, and to hear some new soloists, I yes. really enjoyed it. Yeah, um, who's the, the? Oh God, I should have had my tabs open. Um, but who's the name of the new lead vocalist? Well, there's three. There's three. Oh, yeah. There's um. Well, let me Ray let me Simpson. Here. There's uh, David think... Hodo is the construction worker mm. mm-hmm. singing on sleazy. And then tracks two, three, and five are uh, Ray Simpson, the new cop. Mm-hmm. And then track four is Alex Briley, the new GI. And I, I think, think he's the new GI. Once again, the cop is the lead singer because he gets th- three of the tracks. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And um, and I think in, in the in the future, like couple albums, it is him as the lead singer also. Okay. Um. But for some reason, the cop is always the leader, you know? Uh, a Cal. All cops are leaders. <laughs> that's what that's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, God, it's so interesting to, like, see how much turnover the village people have had. Um, I mean, because I guess... Because we're, we're jumping around in time. Because we went and watch, um, you know, watch the music video, but also listened to the um, what was it? A very, a very village people Christmas or whatever the fuck. It's yeah, called. which is like two years ago. Yeah, um, it doesn't even show up in the uh, studio albums, like <laughs> in the footer for village people on Wikipedia. The little like, yeah, if I remember footer. right, it had like uh, three thousand views on like Victor Willis's YouTube. It was just. Yeah, not sad. <laughs> super successful, I wouldn't say. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, but yeah, it's it's so interesting, like how it's constructed as like these characters where um, people are just like swapped in and out. Like David Hodo was not the construction worker um, after 1982. 
Okay. T- except he was from 87 to 2013. So he wasn't the construction worker between 82 and 87 or after 2013. Yeah, well, you know, they're avatars of American masculinity. I mean, they are. Anyone can fill the part. Anyone. Of yes. the GI. <laughs> we want or the you. Indian. <laughs> Anyone yeah. can be an Indian. Anyone. <laughs> I mean, if you're Hollywood, yes. <laughs> As long as you're, um, I don't know, Italian or something. If you're one of those swarthy, like, <laughs> yeah. are we sure he's white types? <laughs> like Isn't Iron Eyes like, Cody? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, that's what I was going to say. He's the one who did the, like, the single tier. Um, don't I believe he was. Right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, give a hoot. Because it's, indigenous people are associated with hooting, I think. <laughs> oh, okay. that, was a, that was a true scoff. Perhaps I'm misremembering two different things and combining them in my head. I don't know. No, I wasn't scoffing at you. Oh. <laughs> I was I scoffing at the idea that someone would say that. Mm. <laughs> I, I assumed you were quoting oh. someone else. Sure. Let's say that. All right. Awesome. Let's move it right along. <laughs> let's not dwell on that too long. <laughs> Sorry. Everything's so, falling uh, all over the there's place over here. Five tracks and four songs. That's mm-hmm. right. Uh, the last two tracks are "Save Me," ballad, and "Save Me" up tempo version with different singers. Different singers. Yeah. Ballad's kind of boring. Yeah. I like a ballad. I want a ballad to be good. I'm rooting for the ballad. Not, not good. <laughs> I don't think Village People's relate to ballad. Yeah, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Honestly, okay. I enjoyed this album more than I thought I would. Um, yeah. Because it's, yeah, more gay than Victor Willis has taken things. Um, yes. It's not, like, as explicitly gay as, like, their first couple albums. but um, And they sing Girl a couple times. They do. But I feel like it's more perfunctory. It's like, it's well, more now you a, just like, have to do it. It's more of a nudge-nudge, wink-wink beard than anything. It's more like, it seems hey, girl. Like, girl, wink. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I mostly just appreciated this first song because I think the vocal performance is so bizarre. Yeah. And then the second song is funny because there are eight key changes. <laughs> and uh, and it's six <laughs> over the course of uh, like, what, six and a half minutes. Um, uh, seven minutes. Ready for the 80s is just funny conceptually yes it is it's pretty great (laughs) and then save me uh you know is um got a little less meat on its bones Mm -hmm. but uh and then that's the whole second album that's the whole shebang and and caboodle live and sleazy in this economy (laughs) thanks uh carter yeah 1979 carter i guess oh wow yeah um pre-reagan yeah, it's really funny to hear them like reflect on um, the, the decade they've had and how much they're looking forward to the decade to come. Because yeah, they were both we'll, so good. <laughs> yeah, we'll fucking get to that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we will. <clears throat> um, should we just dive right in? Is this going to be an album that's going to be hard to find lyrics for? It's on Genius Lyrics. Oh, Most of the lyrics were wrong, and I've gone and corrected a lot of them. Cameron, you're a saint. Yeah. Once again. Saint DeWitt. Correct. Yes. <laughs> the patron saint of geniuses. Yes. As far as lyrics are concerned. <laughs> I love it. 
Um, I guess let's jump right. I mean, I don't know if I have much more to say. Um, well, the song we should, we talk about the songwriters. Um, all music composed by Jacques Morali. Um, I don't know if it says like who's if it um, breaks out like who's writing like the lyrics. If that's different. There's less and less material and like notes on each of these albums as we get further into yeah, their discography. I think that's true. Yeah. Although people care less and less. Yes. Um, it, it, it just like, it raises a lot of fascinating questions for me too of like, who is their audience and who do they think their audience is? Um, do they think that they have an audience if disco is <laughs> over? Right. It seems when like they do. the big burning? I think that was 79, 78 or 79. Disco yeah. um, burning. Disco Inferno, they called it. Disco Demolition Night. 1979, yeah. Interesting. Do you think that that happened uh, before they started writing for this album or producing this album? I doubt it. Cause, but um, maybe the sentiment was already there. Maybe they could already... I think the backlash had begun. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was all of a sudden, disco is not, so, not very popular. Um, being gay was starting to be less popular, I guess, too. Yeah, um, I'm curious, like, when disco, like, really started, when it got popular, was it understood to be gay and black? Uh, or did people catch on, and then they were like, wait a second... I'm homophobic and racist. We can't like this. I'm pretty sure that's what happened because like um, Saturday Night Fever, right, made John Travolta noted heterosexual icon of masculinity um, (laughs) and white, importantly, um, uh, made him like the face of disco um, or the Bee Gees, right? Um, Right. Who sing in such a masculine timbre and <laughs> sing about being a ladies man whatever that means to them <laughs> um but also white importantly um yeah um i mean wikipedia attributes causation to disco demolition night declined huh. as a major trend in popular music in the united states following the infamous disco demolition night and it continued to sharply decline in popularity in the U.S. during the early 80s. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, that's a shame. Mm-hmm. Um, I, this is a real aside, but I went to this uh, lovely little um, punk museum in Reykjavik. Mm. Uh, and uh, you just uh, go down underneath the street and it's just like four room, tiny little museum. It's really cute. But, like, as you go down the stairs, like, it says, like, all of the, like, things that are, aren't punk. And one of them's, like, you know, like, fuck disco or no disco or whatever. And I was like, oh, man. That's 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 the word. Because, like, that's the thing. It's like, yes, maybe it was, you know, hegemonic and money-making for a minute. But that's always the case with, like, black music you know right and yeah. like it, equating like power with blackness is like so problematic right um yes yeah um so. here's a little interlude i mean a- equating like abusive power 
Right, yes. Here we go. There it is. Yep. How, how big of an Everclear fan were you back in the day, Cameron? Uh, father of mine. Yep. Mm-hmm. I am Art still Alex living Jackies. with your ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> I had, a, like, friends really in elementary cool. school who were like, he's from Portland, you know? Like, that was a big part of it. <laughs> yeah. like, wow, this is a Portland man. He's one of us. He's one of us. He talks about the West Hills. That means Portland West Hills. Definitely <laughs> not California or Hollywood Hills. <laughs> Portland. Sylvan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I have multiple Everclear albums, but I, I dropped off around the time that that song came out, uh, which I think is about the time everyone else did, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Ooh, ooh. Do they have, when was their last album released? Let's see. Black is the new black in 2015. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. <clears throat> what a generation. <laughs> yeah. So many good, so many good things. Um, I hope they never stop talking about yes. Generation X. I think Fishbone just came through uh, Portland, by the way. We oh. missed them. Oh, did they have a... We, we have too many artists to keep track of. We need to like yeah. have like RSS feeds set up or something that um, tell us if there's a new album out by the... Oh, 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 speaking of which, Shania Twain <laughs> has a new album that she announced. Oh my God, I can't mm-hmm. wait. Yeah, so I'm exciting. so excited. Um, she did like a topless photo shoot, I believe, um, we were told. Queen. I hope there are so many... Um, uh, special characters in her, all of her song titles. <laughs> I hope there's a semicolon in one. Oh my god, I would love that. There need to be more semicolons in song titles. I hope she uses the word prerogative again. <gasps> Yay, that always fits in songs. You know, it's... I can't believe that people use it in, in not only a very popular song, but in the title of a very popular song. Which one? My prerogative. I don't know that song. Oh. Um, I was talking about um, man. I feel like a woman. My prerogative. Let's see. Don't. Bobby Brown. Don't know. Britney Spears did a cover of it, but Bobby Brown, I think, is the most famous. I really don't care. That's my prerogative. To be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> That's fun, wow. fun and funky. They sound um, so misunderstood. Yes. Uh, I bet they're tr- I bet they're right. Yes. <laughs> I bet totally. they're not understood. <laughs> I bet their prerogative isn't just um, asserting uh, carte blanche to do whatever they want in problematic ways. Um, that song has 50 million plays on Spurtifer, Cameron. Spurtifer. Pretty, pretty popular. Also, uh, Britney Spears, I think she 
she covered it. I think that's what um, that song is. Also, Glee did it, apparently. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. Um, also, Bobby Brown looks incredible on the album of this, the, the cover of this album, Don't Be Cruel. He's wearing one of those like 80s suits that's double-breasted, but the buttoning Ugh. point is like way down, like below his navel. But he makes it look pretty good, like despite that. Um, it's a shitty, shitty way to design a suit jacket, but looks good on <laughs> you because he's extremely hot on it on the cover. Anyway, um, let's talk about songs. I, I've run out of things to. Uh, I want to keep record us with you songs. for twenty more minutes. Okay, <laughs> I let's, think we could do that. That's like four minutes a song. I think that sounds reasonable. And most of it, we should spend on sleazy. Yes, sleazy. Oh my God! They come, they come roaring back um, with. I like this song. It's it's fairly gay. I love it. Uh, it's like gutter Freddie Mercury <laughs> is the best it way really I can think to describe it. And he has <laughs> like a guttery singer. like Freddie Mercury stash too. The construction worker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is sort of like a. It's like an ant- anti like respectability politics. Uh, song. It's just like I'm fucking gross, <laughs> and that makes me sexy. <laughs> yes, I love. I it. suck. Let's fuck. I'm... <laughs> That's a pretty compelling statement to make. I have to say, <laughs> you can turn my head around. I like to feel it low down. Yeah, he's a bottom. He's ag- yeah. an aggressively. <laughs> Bottomific sleaze bag. This is a bottom of vocal fry. <laughs> is it vocal fry if you just fucking hollering at the top of your lungs? If you are like that. <laughs> I'm the baddest jock around and I'm sleazy. Sleazy um, and greasy. Sleazy? Greasy? Yeah. So, yeah. I got the tools. To make you shout. Ooh. I'm your every fantasy. I am what you want me to be. Get down on your knees with me and get sleazy. Now, I think that's interesting. Get down on your knees with With me. me. We'll both be on our knees. Egalitarian sleaze. Well, Cameron, I hate hate to point out that doggy style involves two people on their knees, typically. (laughs) And he did just say that he wants his head to be turned around. He likes to feel it low down. So there it is. He's the he's the bottom doggy in the dog pile. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh boy. Um, sleaves with me deep down inside. It brings out it's a verb. feeling satisfied. Yeah. Have you ever heard sleaze as a verb before? Sleaze. Um, I don't know actually. Oh my god! It's so okay. poetic. So uh, on. Um, on genius lyrics uh they they've transliterated the the performance to mmm sleazy with like 
five L's and three S's. Does he really work extend so the L on, like, part of it that much? Selling it. Uh, um, I do also have to point out that he is not just a bottom. He is a bit of a, of a verse because he says, "Okay, um, come to me, baby. I'll give it to you sleazy. Um, okay. So he switches it up, you know? Go for him. Yeah. Um, watch me while I do my thing. I like my music loud and mean. I'll rock until I bust my chains. Now that's sleazy. Yeah, it's it bust my chains. Mm. It's sort of mm-hmm. like, uh, you know what? I think I have some sound samples. How about you play Pleasure Seeking as a Revolutionary Act? Yes. I think that's that, that lyric. I think this is the closest Workers we Workers of get the world this. unite. We have yeah. nothing to lose but our chains as we get sleazy. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think this is the closest we get to some of the stuff in the early album that's equating like pleasure-seeking with um, subversive political action. Mm-hmm. Um, like being oneself, experiencing and seeking pleasure... Uh, being politically potent. Um, mm. I think that's the closest we get, and maybe that's too generous of a reading of that. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, busted my chains. Yeah. I mean... The chains of heteronormativity. Yes, absolutely. You want it? Let's see you want it. You want it, baby? I've got it sleazy. He's like, he's getting it. That's, I mean, that's, that's kind of cute. Like, I want to make you fucking beg for it. My sleaziness. Uh, Will you play the rest of these sound samples? Do the gutter Freddie Mercury one. Yes. Here we go. It's interesting that you went to gutter Freddie, Freddie Mercury because my first thought was, oh, it's David Lieberhart. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's all time. <laughs> um, uh, from um, Tim and Eric fame. He sings those wacky songs with those puppets um, in, in a very like similar sort of clipped style. Um, Gonna play oh my God. a sound sample. Yes, I do. Here's um, David Lieberhart Mega Mix. Hi, kids. Uh, you need to stay focused and stay in school. And and I made a song about it. How does a song go? Well, let's, let's learn it together. He's got puppets. Yeah. Stay in school and stay focused. Let the truth <laughs> be your own focus. <laughs> then by getting the egg. I think it's. He has like a bit more up tempo ones, or it's even. Who makes clearer. these tracks? <laughs> I don't know. They're probably like public domain or something. And I love her a lot. <laughs> I love her a bit. I want to kiss her on the lips. <laughs> I fell in love. Oh, God. It's so upsetting. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, will you play this piano, Glissando? Yes, I will. Fun! Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sleazy fun. <laughs> uh, uh, and then you have a sound sample for the bridge, also. Yeah. This is a little longer. 
This Hello. little synth. That's a lot of synth on this album. We should talk about that. After the sound that was done. I think this song's really catchy and fun. <laughs> I, I like great. it. I, it's a new sound for them. Yeah. Um, and as I was listening to the album, I was like, oh, I see what this is. Like, now that the lead singer has left, they're putting out just like a cheap album with like, you know, low end, like cheap uh, production. It's like all played on synths and stuff. And then I was like, hang on. In 1978, that is not the cheap way out. Synths yep. are expensive in 1978. Um, yep. They're maybe less expensive than like hiring a full, you know, orchestra of musicians or a bunch huh, of like session players or something. Um, but still, like, it's not the way it would become in the 80s where you could just like set up a drum machine and, um, you know, essentially like the, the Casio demo track or whatever and you're off to the races, you know. It, it was still like pretty expensive to um, do stuff like this way with the synths. Um, yeah, you got you got to get it, and then you got to figure out how to use the dang thing. They got it's like expensive to get, and then like you, what, what do you even do with it? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, well, should we move on? Let's move on to rock and roll because it's back again, baby. Eight key changes, Maddie. <laughs> Beyonce found dead. Mm. Love on bottom, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> they start in the key of E major, and they go all the way up to C major. Oh, my God. That's half, A half bonkers. step at a time. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty badass. Yeah. Uh, this song's really stupid. <laughs> I really enjoyed this song. It's really dumb. I love how stupid it is also. Yes. Yeah. I think they know that it's stupid. I think they're in on the joke. I mean, yeah. the whole part of the whole point of the village people has always been like campiness, being tongue in cheek. Um, and when the straight guy, Victor Willis, was like, really driving things he lost a lot of that because he he's very um he's, he's a very very serious straight man you know yeah he's taking himself a little too a little too seriously almost a little too seriously almost yeah. for a band a called the village seriously. people where they dress up in costumes <laughs> and flamboyantly dance and be gay in public um unless you're totally straight um i also love how generous this song is um, rock and roll is back again. It's still live, but everybody calls it boogie. Rock and roll is back again. A different groove, but now they're rocking in the disco. Like right. they're it's they're, a little um, bit like the Billy Joel song. I was gonna say like it is kind of like the Billy Joel song. You can get 
more mileage out of an old pair of speakers. Um, is a line from that song. Um, yeah, they're gonna rock, they're gonna roll. Well, if you find where the discos go, you lose control. Um, but they they are so inclusive with the genres. They have. Um, let's see. There's a couple more, right? You can just, even hear it. You can hear it in the music. They support that idea. They do this like kind of classic, like piano, old rock and roll with piano. But mm-hmm. then they have this disco string sting where they go, da 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 da. This like little, it's like all this like orchestral, like almost like a little piece of like a James Bond score mm-hmm. that like cuts in, and it's like a full orchestra of like a violin section. Um, and uh, I, I think that's like a nice way to express the idea in the lyrics in the actual in- instrumentation because they're using mm-hmm. boogie piano mm-hmm. with disco strings mm-hmm. synergy 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 um let's see you have another sound sample odd fade out all right here we go no key change at the end you want to listen to that yeah so this is the time at the end this is where it's the part where they normally do the key change and then they don't. And then I think they emphasize that correctly by cutting out some instrumentation mm-hmm. without making it seem uh, uh, like anticlimactic. That's just drums and piano, it sounds like. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, there's this <laughs> there's this version of Love on Ch- Love on Top um, uh, where someone digitally altered it so that it doesn't change keys. Oh. Each time. But it's the performance, you know, is still in the original key, but it's like modulated down, so it sounds more and more like unhinged. <laughs> um, I hope you can I, find it. I wonder it if we could play it because it's it's really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think I have it here. Okay. Okay. Let me let me drop it in the um, in 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 the Discord. Drop uh, it during chat chat during recording. And uh, maybe you can play it since you know how to do live sound. Let's see if it works. Here we go. Yes. Sounds good so far. This is a great sound. Oh no! <laughs> There's an extended version uh, with like actual good audio, um, where it uh, it does it goes through all of the key changes oh and it's God. deeply disturbing <laughs> because she sounds more and more wrong mm, <laughs> each mm-hmm, time it's mm-hmm. modulated down. Yeah, like more processed. I wonder how this person did that because. They're just showing a um, an audacity window. Is that something you can do with audacity? It's like, 
change the keys of different parts of the song back to the other parts of the song? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> oh my god. What is this wizardry? I I mean, I knew Audacity had some like power, but I didn't know you could like do that with that. Holy the shit. Audacity. The Audacity of it. Yes. Uh, uh, there's a Jingle Bell ending in the song, inexplicably. <laughs> yes. Do you want to play that? Yes, I do. <laughs> Why? Why are we doing this? <laughs> and it goes on so long. Have yourself a magic Christmas. Such a magic Christmas. That was that album was so funny. We have Christmas music at home, the album. <laughs> Did I say that during the episode? I think I No, I don't think so. Really? Oh god. It it truly was like the embodiment of the meme of like yeah, we have Christmas music at home. Anyway. All right, um, we have seven minutes left. <laughs> yes, we do. Uh, Cameron, are you ready for the 80s? I don't know. Here we go. I'm ready for the Challenger to explode. Oh, <laughs> I'm ready for Ronald Reagan. <laughs> I'm ready for AIDS to kill all my friends. Oh, no. <laughs> you started with the Challenger. <laughs> That's true. That was very dark. I mean, and then you went to Reagan, which is also extremely dark. Um, yeah, the 80s. Famously great decade to be a gay man. <laughs> <laughs> They're so uh, optimistic. It's a real bummer. So optimistic. It's really a huge bummer. Also, because like knowing that like disco had um, just had a few months of its um, precipitous decline by this point, at least by the point that this album was released, it had just started like absolutely tanking. And knowing like that context, um, yeah. Also, what, what, what do they say? They say. Um, the 80s promise everything is just going to be great. <laughs> just and only great. <laughs> what what possible signs do you think they could have based that on? Cuz well, my heart that's what my heart tells me. Mm, okay. Cuz it's not like the 70s are a great decade. Um I mean, Nixon, that whole, you know, um, there's like a gate of water or something. Um, I think like the CIA like was exposed in the seventies and was like, Oh, Hey, we, by the way, we're doing MK ultra on everyone all the time. Cool. The FBI, the way, we're, um, we're all real life bond villains. Yes. <laughs> all of us are bald and we stroke cats constantly <laughs> all day, every day. Um, yeah, I, I also love that on the Genius, it is always spelled 80 apostrophe S. I'm ready for the 80s. I'm ready for the 80s. Things look positive. Yeah. Do they? I mean, maybe they were just way into Carter's presidency, I guess. He did seem like a pretty good guy. Um, 
I mean, it's a it's a dirty job. It's a dirty job. Um, I mean, uh, Noam Chomsky like famously points out that like if you know inter- international like laws and treaties were actually followed, every post World War Two U.S. president would be on trial at the Hague and like put into jail in international courts. Um, that includes Carter. Yeah, people so. point at Jimmy Carter as being like a failure as a president, and it's like, well, maybe there's no way to be like a good guy <laughs> and a good president. Cameron, APAB. That's just what I'm going to say. You're not. I don't think you're wrong. All people are bastards. No, all presidents are bastards. <laughs> <laughs> of illegitimate um, birth, we are. Yes. Can we move on? Because there is no Can legitimate birth. Me? Um... <laughs> That's how much I disbelieve in the institution of marriage. Anti-reproductive um, futurity over here. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's a totally unproblematic philosophy um, that could have no downsides, I think. Um, there's no chance for it to be racist or anything either. Um, oh, God. Um, I don't know if I've... I think I've recommended various podcasts to you, including Maintenance Phase and You're Wrong About from time to time, but um, one of the, the guys... Population is- Bomb. Is yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. If books could kill. Could kill. Yeah. Yeah. That podcast is so great, and the population yeah. bomb episode is so jaw dropping. The fact that like people were just out here saying this shit, and just be like, "Hey, we should just let you know, we should uh, legally stop brown people from reproducing." I think probably right. Right, yeah. guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, this is one. This has this song has one of the girls. We'll be loving, yeah, in the bright sh- sunshine, baby. Just you and me, girl. Everything is gonna be glad. Um, in the eighties, we'll all be straight. We'll all have girls. We'll finally. all have girls. <laughs> Time for the straighties. Just <laughs> more like. <laughs> Come here, straighty ladies. I'm no longer gay. <laughs> Just haven't met the right girl. Yeah. <laughs> But but you're really into your roommate. That's cool. It's good to be have be good friends with your roommate <laughs> while you wait for the right girl to come along. How rare. Yes. <laughs> um Cameron, do you wanna save me? If only I could. Someone special. Someone beautiful. Oh, someone like you. That's all I need. pretty it's pretty good that's pretty catchy when i'm listening back i like i liked it you were like pretty pretty negative about it um in the opening minutes of the show but i was like eh, i was kind of into it i don't know yeah um i, I mean, don't know if i have anything to favorite. say about it yeah it's not my favorite but um I like the orchestrations yeah and i just like um i like to hear them branching out um generically into like more of an r&b ballad that was fun. You Did know? you say generically? Yeah. Branching out generically? Branching out generically. Branching out in their genres. Are those words etymologically they're the connected? S- they're the same Generic word. and genre? That is the um, adverbial form of generic, oh. which is like the adjectival form of genre. I had no genre. idea. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this on the show before, but there is like a super cut out there of Alex Trebek saying the word genre. 
did we um did we have we covered this on the show no it's it's very good he he ends up pronouncing it like like he's saying the word jar with like a weird french accent (laughs) here we go Genres for four. A genre category. This genre of art. This genre of novel. This genre of game. This alliterative genre. This fantasy genre. This spooky genre. genre, This popular genre. This six-letter genre. This genre about a low-born scamp. The genre of American local color ballet. The sword and sandal genre. A Japanese... God... Oh my god. He's so funny in in the way that only people who are who have to like make a lot of content are mm-hmm. where they start kind of losing it. Will you play this sound sample that I just uh yes. dropped in the I will <laughs> in the chat during recording. Mm-hmm. I think it's very fun. It's called Nerdcore Hip Hop. It's Nerdcore Hip Hop. Yeah. Um it's uh people who identify as nerdy rapping about the things they love, video games, science fiction, having a hard time meeting Romantic partners, you know. <laughs> it's really catchy and fun. Losers, in other words. What perfect comedic timing! Oh my god, gosh. that's funny. It's <laughs> he, so funny. He waits like quite a while, and he's just like. <laughs> Says it in the most like authoritative, stentorian, like serious. He says yeah. it so serious. Losers. <laughs> okay, I want to hear this that again. This is an argument for not having the delete silence function. Yes, it is. But you got to be able to see Alex Trebek like react silently first before. That's true. You should, if you Am I going to say it? I'm going to fucking video. say it. Yeah, here we go. It's really catchy and fun. Losers, in other words. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. What an icon. I'm I'm teasing you. He says, I'm teasing. That's, uh, what an adorable way to phrase that, too. Um, And he has, like, a (laughs) tiny little smirk right at the end when he's like, losers, in other words. And he just, like, has a tiny smirk. It's so great. (laughs) Oh, man. I kind of like Alex Trebek, it turns out. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um, All right. Save me up tempo version. Let's move on. I guess on. so. I mean, there's really nothing to these lyrics. They're so vague and like generic. Generic. They are um, as <laughs> exemplified by the genre, and there is nothing to distinguish them from your general idea of what the genre might might be. The genre. Yeah. So here's the up tempo version. I'm dying of hunger, specifically. Yes. <laughs> hunger for love. Hunger. But also drowning. Also drowning, yes. <laughs> um, I'm dying in, the, in various ways. I'm, I don't have enough calories in me to, to tread water. Mm-hmm. So I need you to save me by feeding me and rescuing me from the water. Yes. Also loneliness. Also loneliness. It just... 
Yeah, I mean, for for whatever reason, I don't know if I can justify this, but for whatever reason, it reminds me of um, that one Mountain God song where he's like, I write, get, I write down good reasons to freeze to death in my spiral ring notebook. <laughs> Is that Broom People? I forgot the name of that I song. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, what a good song. This is not. But in your arms, a good in your song. arms, I am a babbling brook. That's the rhyme, yes, for that one. Uh, that's and he just like yells it. Uh, such a great like encapsulation of adolescent like angst and disaffectedness. Um, <laughs> save me, baby, save me! I'm drowning. Come in after me. <laughs> uh, um, Have you ever been a lifeguard, Maddie? I've never been a lifeguard. I was a lifeguard once. Oh. I was a very good lifeguard. Mm-hmm. How many lives did person, you guard? Well, who's to say? Mm. It turns out I'm not really good at focusing. And I kind of... <laughs> I mean, no one died on my watch, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't have the opportunity to fail, mm. necessarily. That's good. Uh, yeah, but... Um, yeah, uh, the person who trained me told me that if a drowning victim is out of control and they're at risk of like also drowning you you can let them struggle for a while (laughs) so that they tucker out and then you can save them because that's better than both of you getting drowned and uh that's a lesson that i've thought about a lot and applied to other areas of my life than just lifeguarding (laughs) it's really the the gift that keeps on giving yeah (laughs) i'm going to help you when you tuck her out a little bit because you're a little too much right now. <laughs> you don't need me enough yet. <laughs> exactly. Um, I feel like I've heard that advice before too. I'm just like, cause it, the, the, they'll struggle so much that they'll just like, you know, drag you down with them. Um, so I guess it's better to have dead weight. I don't know. Hmm. There's a, there's a, there's a metaphor in there. Wisdom. Yes. Wisdoms. Uh, wisdoms. Um, this heart, what? cause this lonely heart, this heart is filled with love for you. God, this is so boring. I mean, well, we've been live and sleazy. We've been live. We've been sleazy. Now well, we it's time to be live, live and sleazy. We're just sleazy. Yes. Cause I'm sleepy. Yeah. <clears throat> Sleepy like a Sunday morning. <laughs> um, yes. That's How many more albums do we got of Village People? Great question. I think we have um, four. Wow. Four more albums. Can't Stop the Music, Renaissance, Fox on the Box, and Sex Over the Phone. Okay. <laughs> it sounds like we got some fun stuff coming up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for Sex Over the Phone. I'm excited for Fox on the Box because it was not released in the U.S., the U.K., or France. Oh, shit. Too hot for the U.S. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, but <sighs> I, Victor Willis comes back. No. No. <laughs> and David Hodo goes away. Uh, no Hodo. No Hodo. <laughs> in other words. <laughs> Oh my god. Well, that's all the time we got. That's all the time we got, folks. Thanks for joining us. Yes. Um, um, uh, thanks for visiting. Or, thanks for being with us for this episode. We'll be back next week with. Um, what's the name of the next one? I had it. I literally had it right in front of me. Can't Stop the Music is the next one that we'll be back with. Um, Can't or won't. Oh. 
It's for the the music also. Because um, it's the film, right? Yeah. Man, we should watch the movie. That would yeah, be fun. Yeah, we should watch the yeah. movie. Um, but until next week, you can visit us online at boxset.website, email us at email at boxset.website, get on the Discord. The links will be in the show notes. Um, you'll have all the links there, like all these into entertaining Jeopardy links and whatnot. Um, if you want to support the show, no, you can do... I, I wrote down two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all of them. All two of them. We'll have a couple. Yes. Um, if you want to support us, there's a number of ways you can do that, including writing the reviews, downloading the episodes, sharing the show, um, telling people about it, you know. Uh, and if you want to support it even more directly, you can go to our Patreon at support.boxset.website. Kick us a few bucks every month, and you'll get access to all of our bonus materials, including our weekly mini-show called What's in the Box Weekly. This week, I talked about Roald Dahl's Matilda the Musical, the movie, on Netflix. And have and some I talked about, spicy hot takes about it. I, I talked about uh, some, like... Uh, zeitgeisty um, uh, progressive essay literature conflict is not abuse and the right to sex and I compared the two Mm -hmm. I swear it's an entertaining (laughs) episode (laughs) we get into it it is yeah it's very stimulating yeah stimulating Mm. yes Uh, so until that time until next week I've been Maddie Hunt a loser in other words, I tease, I tease, I tease me. <laughs> and I've been camera do it, and I'm the patron saint of geniuses. Mm, that you are. Oh.